That good. All right. Turn your attention to Matthew 11, Matthew chapter 11. As you turn there again, it's good to be with you today. And we trust the Lord will minister to us from his word, make this time of prayer profitable. We need him for that. So we, I was praying with my elders this morning and turned their attention to the same portion, Matthew 11. I'm going to read from verse 25, Matthew 11, verse 25. Let's hear the word of the Lord. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Let's pray. Lord, we have burdens. Even in the preliminary conversation, some of those burdens have been expressed. It pleases thee, O God, to keep us, to keep us on our knees, to remind us how much we need your help, your favor, your strength. Bless our meditation, help in the season of prayer. We ask that even through the means of this technology, the Spirit of God may move and the Word may run. Bless us, guide us, lead us. May Christ be preeminent in our midst, we ask in his name. Amen. Given I have just a couple of minutes with you, I want to draw your attention to a few of the words in verse 29. I was reflecting on three words when I woke up this morning as I was preparing myself to go to the early morning prayer meeting with my elders. Just these words, learn of me. Christ says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. Beloved, this is the constant exhortation of our lives. Christ doesn't invite us here. The word learn is actually in the uh, imperative mood. And so it's a command. He commands his people to learn of him. And the word learn has its connection with the whole idea of being a disciple. And so you can see in this exhortation, in this command, in this imperative call to those who hear him, to take up this responsibility of being a disciple. But it is phrased in this way. It is, it is translated in this way in order for us to see the, the activity that we are called to, not just to be a disciple in terms of this is what I am, but this is what I do. A disciple learns. We are called to learn. It's not enough for you or me to simply bear testimony that we are Christians, but it, in, in being a Christian, it calls us to to look like something. And one of the ways that is seen is in our learning, learning Christ. Learn of me. 
So you have been, many of you, part of this time of prayer, this season, these Zoom calls for some considerable months now. My question to you, even in that time, is are you learning? And what are you learning? And are you learning of Christ? This is the constant battle of our souls. We can learn doctrine all day long. That's not the sense of this text, as important as doctrine is. It is learning of Christ. I wonder if some of you have perhaps gone a little cold in your learning of Christ. If you're really growing in your knowledge of Christ. And what does that look like? Are you, are you experiencing more of his love? Are you knowing what it is to walk in his path when, when the rubber meets the road? It's all, it's all fine saying I'm a disciple and I'm a Christian. But when we're actually called upon to, to take up our cross, when those moments come into our lives, as some of our brethren are experiencing even now, when we have to love rather than retaliate, when we're called to obey even though it is extremely difficult and it calls for sacrifice. It's, it's, all, it's all fine to say you're a Christian until you're tested, until the Lord puts his finger on one area of your life and says, okay, will you obey me here? And he has a way of putting his finger on things that we find rather painful and we struggle and we enter into a, a kind of foolish battle and warfare with the Almighty as to whether or not it is wise for us to do as he is calling us to do. Learn of me, Christ, in his uh, commitment to do the Father's will, submitted himself to suffer, to bleed, to die, to bear our sins upon his own body on that tree, and he embraced it all willingly, even though in his own humanity there was there was a struggle. There was a certain struggle of what he was facing, of what it might, what it would mean, and and yet he submitted to it all. And he knew, therefore, that this is what his people needed to follow. Learn of me. You young people, I tell you, I exhort those of you that are younger, learn of Christ. Learn of Christ. Get into your closets when you have more time than you will ever have in the rest of your life. If you do not learn Christ now, you're unlikely to learn of him in any meaningful way later in life. It happens, but it's rare. If you want to, the word to be alive to you, let it happen now early in life. Same for some of you that are a little older in the road, not to exclude you. You, you need to learn of Christ, not just drift along in some coasting fashion through the Christian life, but to learn of Christ. Sometimes we need to start again. Sometimes we need to begin again. George Whitfield uh, made that exhortation, made that call to himself when he said, I will begin to begin to be a Christian. And that was just a few years before he died. And some of us need to do that. We need to begin again. Maybe even on this prayer call, we started with, with vigor and zeal and passion and energy and fervor. And the focus was revival. The focus was the outpouring of the Spirit. But now it's it's kind of drifted, drifted into maybe some kind of comfortable coasting along, friendships made, uh, and, and we're, we're praying for the burdens that we face and so on. But there isn't that same vigor for the outpouring of the Spirit of God. Learn of Christ. Learn of Christ. 
learn that the zeal of his house ate him up, learn that his, his whole being was consumed with the glory of God. So I wonder where you all are. I trust you're going on well with the Lord. And whatever you're facing, whether it be in family, in church, I think of Steve Richardson. I reached out to him when I heard that news earlier this week. And I, I need to return a call from him, actually, to just encourage him. Tim Stevens as well, reaching out to his wife, Raquel, to encourage him in Calgary, another friend in the gospel. And, and these men, they, they are being brought into a school, the classroom with Christ, to learn things. Learn things, perhaps, that you and I may not be able to endure at this present time in our life. But the Lord is seeing fit to bring them in to a classroom with himself to learn of Christ, to learn to suffer for the glory of God, to count it all joy to suffer for his name's sake. This is what it is to learn of Christ. Learn of Christ, child of God. Learn of Christ. Make him your constant goal, your constant ambition. When it's hard in marriage, when it's hard with children, when it's hard in the place of work, when it's hard in the church, when it's hard, learn of Christ. Sit at his feet. Hear him and learn of him. May the Lord lead us as we seek his face today for Christ's sake.